Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Welcome to another episode of the Grit for 60 podcast. Surprise edition. Brennan says he's got a surprise for me. I don't know what's going on. Uh, so you guys are going to figure out what's happening on this podcast as I am. Because I'm just as confused as the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, so uh, my name's Connor yeah, Farrell. You can call sorry. me PC. <laughs> Uh, my name is Brendan. You can call me TCJ or whatever. Gumby. Something, something like that. Don't call me that, please. I'm going to call you Gumby. Mm-hmm. It's so much better a nickname than TCJ is. It's really not. I mean, just as a nickname, it is. I know you don't like it, but TCJ is just, like, it, it's like mine. Anyway. So... Let's tackle the actual important thing first, and then we'll get to okay. the festivities. Uh, so the actual important thing, the Dustin Bufflin thing with the Jets has finally come to an end. The pretty much, in, I mean, we pretty much knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so the Jets and the Dustin Bufflin have come to a. Uh, what is it exactly? It's a contract termination, mutual agreement yeah. to terminate his contract. Yep. Which is kind of crazy because I think I saw that he was still due like another $14 million and just yeah. walked away from it. Well, okay. So explain to me what the difference is between um, what happened uh, now versus what happened a while ago when it was announced that they were seeking mutual termination. Well, I think that, well, first of all, they suspended him without pay. I don't know if that's the first, but at some point, they, they suspended him without pay at some point. Um, before they were seeking a termination, I think there was some sort of, um, oh, what's the word for it? Something with the NHLPA that I think Buffalo was trying to get some of his money back, and they eventually ended up settling. I don't know. That's not my forte bunch of legal and financial matters aren't exactly uh, what I'm good at. No. Same. There's a lot of, like, legal mumbo-jumbo that the NHL goes through with the, the different way. Different way different players do or do not um, contribute to the salary cap. All kinds of, like, different things with contracts that I'm just like, uh, what? What is, okay, what does this mean for my team? You know? You know, like, it's just, I don't understand a lot of it. I try to follow the best I can, but I feel like there are a lot more specifics with NHL contracts than with a lot of other sports. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Yeah, no, I, I, I kind of get you. You know what? I don't understand the NFL salary cap. That's Oh, that's fair, too. Yeah. Because, like, you can just, like, 
cut people, but if you cut, like, a certain, cut somebody, at, like, before a certain day, like, you're, you don't have to pay somebody a certain amount or something. I don't know. It's, the whole thing's very confusing. I don't know. There's, like, things with, like, dead cap. And, like, with the NHL, it's easy. You just, you, you either, you're stuck with it or you move it. Like. Yeah, I don't think I would be a very good NFL GM, but I think I would be better than Dave Caldwell. Or, you know, Dave Gettleman. But then again, anybody would be better. I mean, at a certain point, with a job like that, I feel like if I surround myself with the right people, I could make the right decisions to a degree. But I still wouldn't be good at. I still wouldn't say I would be a good NFL GM. But you know, okay, we're venturing far from the path. Um, so what what ha what happened with Dustin Bufflin? I just said that they mutually agreed to for the yes. contract termination. Officially, no longer a Jet. Which leaves only uh, Brian Little and yes. Blake Wheeler as uh, guys who played for the Thrashers. And the Jets, you know. Mm. So. Players that were on yes. the Thrashers no. when they moved to yes. Winnipeg. No, I'm, a, I'm aware of what you're saying. I'm trying to figure out if this is where the surprise is coming in. That's not, no. Oh. It'll be after we're done talking about this. Uh. And you say, well... And here's that what I'll throw in there. Like, we don't know what exactly the future holds with Brian Little either. That's true. So that I mean, if we, I don't want to say that this is it for Brian Little because I don't think it is. Um, but then, who knows what happens with Brian Little? It is possible that Blake Wheeler is still the only one playing hockey for the Winnipeg Jets. Which is sad because I, I still dig uh, the whole Atlanta Thrashers uh, vibe. Yeah. The whole aesthetic. I like I like going, to, well, when I was still in Atlanta, I liked going to games in Atlanta more than I like going to games currently to Sunrise. Well, yeah, because Sunrise is just an arena in the middle of, you know, urban sprawl southern Florida. Yes. I mean, when we went there, we parked at a mall. We did park at a mall, yes. We parked at a mall, went to the game, parked at the mall for free. Yes. Walked across the street to the stadium... Watched the game, walked back across the street, and ate at Bahama Breeze. Yeah. That's the kind of culture that we have yes. in Florida. Very, lots and lots of culture, especially yes. hockey culture. Um, I would say out of the three, Tampa is still my favorite. Oh, well, yeah. Although I will say I have not been to either Carolina or Nashville, so. I'm not sure Nashville is still on my bucket list, and neither, Carolina was never on my bucket list, but. At one point, when the Predators were good, I did want to go see a game in Nashville. Uh, that never happened. And now I'm not sure if it's worth it, really. Though, so if the Kings are still doing the, the whole storm surge, I think a trip to Carolina would be fun. Okay, yeah. But, getting back to... I think I'd to... have to order Jerks shirts first. Yeah. Those things are like $30. I'm just like, are I, they? I, want, I, would like, I want one, because they're cool shirts, yeah. and I kind of dig the Hurricanes, because, you know, I'm a big uh, Sunbelt hockey guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but... Maybe by that point we'll have Grit Per 60 pod shirts and we can yeah. spread our southern brand from Florida to Carolina. Which brings me, you know, I, I like how North Carolina names all of the stuff that it owns just Carolina as if South Carolina doesn't exist. Oh, right, because the only thing in South Carolina is Charleston. And beach condos. Yeah, and the, and the beach. Yeah. And Clemson football. Okay, yeah. I, I can and churches. Well, Lots yes, but that's churches. the South. That's not that's not exclusive <laughs> to South Carolina. Carolina. No. 
So Dustin Bufflin. <laughs> Dustin Bufflin. I think what, what else are we going to talk about on this yeah, podcast? Yeah, I know, I know. But, like, I think it's just another sign of, you know, there's a lot of transition yeah. uh, with the Jets defensively. You know, just a couple of years ago, they were in the conference finals, and they right. had, you know, Tyler Myers and Bufflin, mm-hmm. Ben Chirot, and now none of those guys are there. <laughs> and it's just Josh Morris. But how much... Know. How much do you think they miss guys like Tyler Myers or Oh, they Ben-Trot? don't. They don't. I don't. Bufflin, I think, oh, is and, the and, only and, one. Um, and Truba. And Truba. Okay, Truba maybe. Truba. But they got, they got Pionk for him. Yeah, I don't really think that the Jets really miss any of those guys too much. Truba hasn't been very good. I would say the Jets miss Bufflin for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. He but, provides value on defense, right. whereas a lot of the players that they currently have do not. Also, people just really like Dustin Bufflin. This is true. I, you know, well, but I, I was gonna say I think they would play better with him in the locker room, which is probably true. But at the same time, I don't see locker room problems with this team. I just don't. I don't either. But I'm just saying that, like, you know, for a while, I mean, the Jets were pretty miserable. You That's know? a good point. And a lot but, of times, you know, it's like the most recognizable player was Dustin Buffett. Right. Right. And I guess I'll say this: they looked like a much different team when just for one game when Matthew Pro came back. Just for that one game, I'm like, oh, this is a, like, you can tell they're a little bit more uh, excited to be on the ice. Matthew Pro played, like, six minutes. Uh, but it was, you could, he brought a lot of character back into that team. Um, but, I mean, this is sort of lends to the whole thing I talked about, I think, last episode. We were talking about Dylan Sandberg, is that. I'm just sort of excited to see what the Jets do with their blue line this yeah. offseason because there is no possible way it could be any worse. I, I, I kind of like the idea of having Sandberg and um, Hanela and um, Niku as like your three young guys that you're trying to develop and then having uh, Morrissey, uh, DeMello, um, Pionk and bring, use that money to bring in maybe a fourth, so you've got like seven D-men, right? But you're playing six, so you've got one scratch. So you know Dahlstrom because he's still in. Oh, you still have Dahlstrom and Pullman. So oh, who he, cares about can, them? You can. I mean, you can. Who you cares? Can, you can. I mean, bury them in the bury them in the AHL right. until you need them. Whatever. Pullman's probably the what other guy that's possibly playable. So I mean, yeah, I you mean, can, you keep him as your as your if one of the young guys six, seven, you know. Okay. Okay, fair. So then you've got basically two of those three young defensemen that you could... Assuming that they're, you know, all NHL right? I would say... Pro- I mean, I guess... This is my this is just a guess, because, again, I don't have any way to actually evaluate prospects. But my guess would be is that... Um, who's the one they just signed? Sandberg? Yeah. Sandberg would have to spend some time in the minors. That would be my guess, as he starts the season with the AHL. But, again... Who knows what this preseason is going to look like? Who knows how much of a look these guys are actually going to be able to get at camp before the next season starts? Who knows if this season is... Yeah, is what What even... I mean, I'm like, just saying for next season, I'm very team young yeah. gun. So oh, for let's, sure. Let's see what happens on that. Front. For sure. All right. So first we're going to run the mid-roll. So okay. uh, we'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-belt grooming, offering precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. If you're anything like me, and you're just not a neurosurgeon with a steady hand, you probably neglect what's below the belt. 
Luckily, Manscaped has us covered. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just really... Ugh. This episode is sponsored by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-belt grooming, offering precision-engineered controls. This episode is sponsored by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-belt grooming, offering precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. If you're anything like me and you're just not a neurosurgeon with a steady hand, you probably neglect what's below the belt. Luckily, Manscaped has us covered. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created, and just released a new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin safe technology. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And when I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a rapid charging dock powered by USB. If you are listening to me speak right now, you are one of the first people to hear about this life-changing product, and I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Get 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code THPN, let me repeat, THPN, at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. I hope you enjoyed that product and or service. Yeah. All right. So here is the surprise. So I am a big fan of the bar down quizzes. I know you, you oh, haven't no. seen any of them. So I have oh, no. 10 questions plus oh, a bonus. Oh, no. I'm the 2019-2020 NHL season. Alright. So 10 questions plus a bonus? Yes. So, so 11 questions. So you'll get, yes, you'll get a point every time you get the question right. And uh, if you get the bonus right, you get another point. Okay. Alright. You good? Alright, yeah. What, All is, right. what is a, like, how, like, what is a good score here? I don't know. I, I haven't tested this on other people. Oh, did you make these? I, I just made these. I thought you got them from... No. No. Okay. Come on. I use my own original content. Alright. Um, well, since you made them, I have a feeling these are going to be tough questions. Alright. Well, usually the first few are easier. I, I hope I didn't make them too easy or too hard. The Thrashers. No. That's my first guess. 2019-20. 42. Stop. Okay. 24. So, first five. Are you good? Purple. Alright. Question number one. Uh, this NHL goalie appeared on the Today Show and the Late Show with Stephen Colbert after defeating the Toronto Maple Leafs. What is his name? David Ayers. There you go. First emergency goaltender to win to to get credit for a win. By the That's way, right. The the guy from Chicago yeah. did not. The uh, yeah. I still want e bug wars. E bug wars in the next skills competitions. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. D do it. NHL, this is marketing gold. All right. Uh, question number two. Yes. Uh, this goaltender with a rock star first name won eight straight games and went nearly three games without allowing a goal. Can you repeat that? 
This goaltender with a rock star first name won eight straight games and went nearly three games without allowing a goal. Oh. This is the one that's going to make me look like an idiot. I don't know. I mean, I, I will this say is, that... This is still in the gimme category. Kinda. I hope I... I don't know. This question, I thought maybe I was giving you too much, but also maybe not enough. So... Rockstar name. Is it Connor Hellebuck? What rock star was named Connor or Hellebuck? I don't know. I thought you were... I thought it was a play on because his name is my name. No. Elvis Merzlikens. My goodness. I am an idiot. See, I was afraid... I, at first, I had a um, memorable first name, but then I was like, that probably lends too much yeah. to either, like, Tuca or somebody. So I changed it to Rockstar, thinking that you could get Elvis. But yeah, not. okay, my fault. All right. That's on me. All right, so what? You got one. I have one. All right, so... I can't All read right. your handwriting. That's buddy. true. My this handwriting is, is this awful. It's impossible for it's me to cheat. because, you know, growing up... How do you read that handwriting? It works, man. All right, so... Uh, you know our high school... One of our high school teachers told me that I had the better handwriting between the two of us? Oh, I'm sure. If, I'm hoping it was I the same. Terrible handwriting. I'm hoping it was the same teacher because uh, one of our teachers told me that my handwriting looked 3D. <laughs> she was like, "I'm really concerned that you're not going to be able to pass an exam because they won't be able to read your handwriting." <laughs> I think that sounds like a different teacher. I have a specific teacher in mind that I think that sounds like, but that's for off the pod. All right. Um, so, question number three: By points percentage, name the three teams. Under, you know, normal NHL playoff system. Okay. Uh, name the three teams that would have made it that didn't last year. Three teams. By points made. percentage when the season stopped. Um, the Flyers. Yes. Let's see. That's the easy one. The three teams. So we're going... No. No. I'm, I keep thinking of teams that... Would not have made the playoffs this year that made it last year. It's tricky because there are a bunch of central teams that you think are in the playoffs, but you're also like, I don't think they are. Oh, jeez. And then plus you got the Pacific kind of screwing everything up. So it's yeah. a, it's an interesting question. Um, let's see. Do I have a time limit on this? Um, no, but if you go for too long, I will cut you off because I don't want too much dead air. Okay, alright. Okay, I'm thinking, um... The Leafs are still going to be in that spot. Um... My I should have studied for this. I was afraid that would have made it a little too easy, so I don't I know. know. I'll give you, like, another minute, and then I'm going to cut you off. How am I... I'm blanking super hard on this one. Just go through, like, division by I division. Know, it's not hard. That's what, what I'm trying to do. Think of teams that were bad last year. And were... Arizona? No. They were not in playoff oh. position. So, the oh, other... Ah, no, no, you already what? got it wrong. You already got what do you wrong. mean? You already got it wrong. You wanted me to guess three without getting one wrong? Yes! The other two... Vancouver. Yes, Vancouver and Edmonton was the last one. Oh, that's fucking right. All right, uh, true or false? 
the oldest player in the NHL this season was Joe Thornton. False. False. Do you know who actually was? That's not part well, of, that's not, that's not part of the question. I have two guesses. Are you counting David Ayers? No, I'm not counting David Ayers because I'm not oh, okay. <laughs> I, I um, did think about that because I went on the Wikipedia page and they do it first by goaltenders and they're like, oh, David Ayers. I'm like, oh, shit. I probably should specify a little more. But <laughs> um, Patrick Marlowe was my other guess. Um, Zidane Chara is 43. Oh, I know he's old. I always think of Joe Thornton as being older. I think it's the beard. I think so, but uh, I think Charo was drafted in like '95 or '96, mm-hmm. and Jumbo. I think '96, and then Jumbo was picked in '97. Was Patrick Marlowe anywhere close? Um, yeah, Patrick Marlowe was close. I didn't, I didn't have the exact order. Um, so anyway, okay. Speaking of old guys, had it not oh been for two lockouts and uh, the coronavirus, this mm-hmm. player would have broken the games played record this season held by Gordy Howe. Is this one Joe Thornton? This one is not Joe Thornton. Dang it! You would think, but Dang you remember, it. he had a few injuries that oh. would have cost him, because um, he had the two knee injuries lately in the past few seasons, and um, Eric Lindros broke his jaw at one point. Um, so, the answer is actually Patrick Marlowe. Oh, come on! <laughs> because uh, you have... I mean, Patrick Marlowe just never gets hurt. I can't remember the last time Patrick Marlowe missed a game. Other than when he wasn't signed. But, yeah, you know, that's that's what makes me mad. Is that I think now, if they don't finish the regular season, even if Patrick Marlowe plays another year, I think he's like 90 games short. So... Yeah, I mean, I, I blame... But if Marlowe doesn't get it, I blame Batman. Because those two lockouts cost him like 100 games. Well, there's a lot of things to blame Batman yeah. for. All right. All right, so how am I doing? So what is? Well, you have two out of five right two now. Of, oh, that's not I good. Sh- I should have told you to study. That's not good. All right. So. But even if you told me, I'm not sure what I would have studied other than like standings, points, leaders, that sort of thing. Okay. So, all right. And so this is, this is the bonus question. This is the, bo- wait. This is the bonus question here. Oh, I thought that was going to be at the end of, like... No, uh, no. I'm just throwing in the middle. We, we, yeah, the bar okay. down guys do it halfway, so I'm going to give you a chance right. to breathe. Sure. All okay. Right. So, when I'm done asking the question, uh, you're going to have uh, a minute. Okay? Okay. Uh, so, you know, there were a record, like, number of coaches fired this season, mid-season. Uh, name four teams, the fired coach, and his replacement. Oh, and his replacement? Um, New Jersey. Okay. Uh, Nashville. Okay. John Hines. Um, who, who was hired in New Jersey? Oh, my goodness. Got 30 seconds. 30 seconds. I'm not going to be able to name. Um, okay, there were only eight of them. Th- I know. Uh, the Sharks. Uh, who did they hire? Who did they hire? Oh, uh, Vegas hired uh, Peter DeBoer. Okay. Um, who did the Sharks hire? 
This is yeah, sad. Yeah, 10 seconds. This is this is rough. This is rough. Uh, yeah, time's up. Oh, time's okay. up. No, you got... I got two. You got... Well, I mean... You didn't name who Vegas fired. I thought you said I had to name the team and the no, replacement. I said name five teams that fired coach and his replacement. Yes, the teams that fired the coach and the replacement. I said name five teams... The fired coach. Oh my goodness. You've got to be kidding me. And his replacement. That was so unclear. Instructions unclear. Fine. Anyway, you still didn't get four under your directions. So San Jose hired Bob Bugner. Oh, that's right. I'm um, saying his name. Yeah. Bob Bugner. And they fired DeBoer. Uh, yeah. Vegas fired Gawant and they hired DeBoer. Yeah. Um, I can't name for you who. The devil's hired to save my oh, life. Oh, well, then this question is not... If you don't know the answers... I mean, I can look them if up. If you don't know the answers... You still didn't give me any correct God. answers. Um, by the way, the answer for the devils is Alain Nasruddin. I wasn't going to get so, that. Yeah, no. you weren't going to get that. Uh, is he got, just an interim? Yeah. You've got Toronto, who hired... I did not who, get who, who fired Babcock and yeah. then hired Sheldon Keefe. I should have been able to get that one, yes. Bill Peters with the Flames. Oh, that's right. But I would not have Big gotten one. His, I uh, have Jeff gotten, Ward. Yeah, I wouldn't have Geoff gotten. Ward. I wouldn't have gotten his replacement. Uh, let me see who else. I don't know if I'm going to name all of them here. Uh, Nashville fired... Uh, Laviolette. Yeah, I got Brian that one. Hines, yeah. Okay. And... I think it's John um, Hines. Is it not? What did I say? It's Brian Hines? John Hines. Yeah, that's what... Did I, I say said, Brian? Yeah, you said Brian. Well, oh, well. And, uh, oh, Dallas, Jim Montgomery. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have been able to name his replacement. Uh, Rick Well, Bonus. because they're still in a playoff spot. Yeah, well, he more so resigned. He didn't get fired. Yeah. He resigned for personal issues. Uh, well, then that doesn't count. He said fired. Still, whatever. Fired and resigned fired. are different. Whatever. All right. Uh, next question. Oh, boy. I think you'll get this one. But uh, so this goaltender saved 19.86 goals above expected, leading the league and lapping the league, uh, which is also the 11th highest total since the 2016-17 season. Name this goaltender. Connor Hellebuck. There you go. I had the gimme. I know, but I had to write a Connor Hellebuck question, or else it wouldn't have made it into the. Yes, episode. exactly. I, you can't write a question about this season and not include the best goaltender, best player. Best player. There you go. Best player. boy. All right. Uh, Break the t-shirts. Sorry. <laughs> name three defensemen who yep. scored at least 50 points. John Carlson. Okay. Um, and now we're stuck. Oh, but if I guess wrong, you're going to yes. end the question. Yes. Ah, oh, that makes it difficult. I mean, the, the question is name three, not name four, and hopefully three of them are correct. Dumb rules. These are terrible rules. Mm. I'll just go with uh, Chris Letang. He did not. Um, so there were only eight, eight of them? I can't count. Seven, I think. So Carlson, Roman yeah. Yossi, oh. Victor Hedman. This is the one I wouldn't have gotten. Anthony D'Angelo. Tony really? Angelo, yeah. He had 53. Uh, Quinn Hughes, uh, Alex Pietrangelo, and Kale McCarr. 
Oh. Kale McCart just slid in there with 50. Dang. Oh. All right. Uh, I feel like I should have gotten at least one of those other ones. Who were the only two players to, in the top 10 in scoring on non-playoff teams? Uh, Panarin. Shoot. I did not count Panarin. So there, there you go. That's a bonus them. point. So there were three of them. What? <laughs> <laughs> There are three of them. <laughs> I just sort of like, I don't know, I just sort of skipped over them. <laughs> Forgot to count that. That's Aaron. a bonus point. <laughs> I will give you a bonus point. Um, sorry. What was that question again? Non-playing teams. Yeah. And I'm naming uh, goal scorers? Yeah, or no, just uh, point scorers. Points, so the top two point scorers on non-playoff teams. Well, then, oh... I almost, I almost forgot the Oilers were in the playoff spot. Um, that would have not been good. Yes. Because remember, Leon Dreisaitl couldn't win the the heart if he wasn't on a playoff team. What is the parameter for the only two players in non-playoff teams that do what? The only, they were the only two players, I guess three, uh, top ten in scoring on non-playoff teams. Top ten in scoring. Basically, uh, their talents were super wasted. Um, I feel like one of these is kind of a gimme. Is it? Um, Mark Shifley? No, actually. Uh, Shifley was tied for 15th. Oh. Kyle Connor at 73. Um, oh. So... Jack Eichel. Oh, I mean, I thought about it, but I didn't know if he was, like, top ten. And Patrick Kane. Really? Yeah, Patrick Kane was eighth at eight with 84. He's not, I mean, he's not generating buzz. I would have maybe given you Jonathan Huberto, because he has, he also has 78 with Eichel. I thought I'd go with one of the Panther Eichel players. Eichel played but... fewer games, so I went with mm -hmm. Eichel. But I will, I'll, I'll still give you a bonus point for ruining my game. So. <laughs> There, there are some definite bugs in these questions. Well, yeah, I also wrote these like an hour before we did this. All right. this is, I, th I think this is kind of a fun question. Is this question seven, I think? Question nine. Oh, okay. Um, I need to get, like, both of these right to save some face. What two rules, which I'm calling the San Jose Sharks rules or shark proofing, <laughs> were instituted for the 2019-20 season? Um, is it the hand pass rule? You're going to have to be more specific. Just saying the hand pass rule. The hand it? pass rule. Um, what, what, is, what is the hand pass rule? Okay, so we're, we're looking at two things here that are, I think they're similar as far as what the rules actually are. I believe they both have to do with replays. Um, one is they can replay hand passes before goals, mm -hmm. and the other is the offside rule, or the... Offside replay rule. You were so close. You were halfway there. One was yes, the hand. You're allowed to review goal stoppages or stoppages ahead yep. of goals, right? So like hand passes. Yeah. The other one was not the offsides rule. It was you're allowed to review majors now. <sighs> I. I <laughs> So that's kind of a tough one. But 
I, I forgot about the whole offsides thing with the Avalanche. I just figured the most two prominent blown calls, arguably blown calls, in favor of the Sharks were the major and the hand pass. This is ridiculous. Last question. This might be up your alley. Claude Giroux. No. Not the, this is not the first time the NHL has paused due to a pandemic. Uh, name the virus and the year and who was playing. Because this who was playing. this year, uh, this was the year that the Stanley Cup Finals were canceled due to uh, virus pandemic. Well, it would have been it would have been either 1919 or 1920. Um, it would have been Spanish influenza. Um, so it would have been this. You said so. You said it was the Stanley Cup Finals. Yes. Bruins Red Wings. So yeah, because this was the last question. This was intentionally very difficult. So, you were right. Spanish flu. Yeah. 1919. Yeah. It was... This is what makes it difficult, because I don't expect really anybody to know this. It was Montreal against Seattle. Seattle? Seattle. Oh! They had to cancel it midway through the season, or midway through the cup finals, because of the Spanish flu. I just went with two original six teams, like... Take some shots in the dark here. I'm glad, though, that this wasn't... I didn't, I wasn't who was going to come up with Seattle? That's what makes it hard. <laughs> it's it, it's my go-to, like, uh, Stanley Cup trivia now, because I, I knew that they canceled it that year. And also, it's like, wait, Seattle had an NHL team? Or in 1919? Had a, had a team? Yeah. There was, yeah. The, uh, the Stanley Cup was, was won by a few West Coast teams back then. Vancouver, I think... One a few times. So I got, Seattle. what, two questions right? You got, um... You got three and plus the one you broke. Three, so yeah. The one you corrected. So <laughs> we'll, we'll go four out of ten. I don't think that's too terrible for someone who didn't really study for this. So... It feels terrible. I feel like I could have... I feel like on a different day I could have gotten six out of ten. I feel like that too. I... I feel bad for you for not knowing or for getting the second half of the... Uh, the shark's proof question wrong. Because I thought you were going to get that. And as soon as you said the word offside, I was like, oh, no, that's not what it is. I'm mad. But, yeah, so if you made it this far, hit us up on Twitter, send us DMs, comment on whenever we make a post. I will usually tweet out, like, new episode or whatever. Um, let me know how many of these you got right. Please don't lie. Hopefully, yeah, can, hopefully yeah. you answer these without, you know, cheating. We should have had this uh, announcement before we started the quiz. I should have, but, you know, what is effective social media management anyway? Well, by the time they get to this, they'll have the answers. Well, no, I'm just assuming that, like, you know, as I read the question, they're, like, doing it themselves okay. and then being honest and keeping track of it. There's a lot of trust in people. I do. Well, because that's what I do when I listen to the Bar Down quiz, I play along, so. (laughs) But, I don't know, I just thought this was fun. So, I I knew we didn't have much to talk about, so. Good try. Some of these were really difficult, so don't feel too bad. Alright, so, unless you got anything. Nope. Alright, uh, it's been another episode of the Gripper60 podcast. Feel free to follow us on Twitter at Gripper60pod.
Also on Facebook and Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter at bferrell727. You can follow TC on Twitter at TC underscore 904. And follow all of our friends on the Hockey Podcast Network, including, you know, the Oilers podcast, whatever. Uh, But yeah, uh, have a good one. Stay safe. Stay home. Yeah, stay home. Have a good one. Don't go to Jacksonville's public beaches. Don't Yeah, don't go to Jacksonville's public beaches. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.